Welcome to Market Adventures Podcast, where I share my journey, learn to navigate the stock market as well as tips and tricks to becoming a profitable trader in the stock market. My name is Alex Cunningham, and in this episode, we talk about how to use the stock market to generate black wealth and my thoughts on how to realize real societal change. Stay tuned. Why is the world in uproar? And the world, why is the world in uproar? Well, if you've been on the internet or been watching the news, you'd know that a black man named by George Floyd died at the hands of police not too long ago. People around the world are upset about the blatant display of police brutality and a lack of empathy, a lack of respect, and a lack of responsibility that the system that upholds this kind of behavior seems to be failing the black American. Now, I am black, so a lot of the words that I say may be filled with some trauma, but make no mistake, there is much practicality that's to come in this podcast. Having an understanding of the systemic racism that plagues this country. Now, I use the word plague loosely because it is not something that befell this country. It was something that was built in from the ground up that soaked the very roots that built this economy. Things like Planned Parenthood, the war on drugs, the healthcare system, the police system, all of these, what you call nuts and bolts, keep this country running. The people in power are beholden to this system. They may make tweaks here and there and empty promises here and there, but they understand that these these systems that they put in place have allowed a shift and a maintenance of power that is tilted significantly on one side. There is no balance. Understanding these systems allow you to begin to look at how you can be practical and how you can begin to take it apart and rebuild it again in a way that is equitable for everybody. Now, practicality does not dismiss the fact that emotions need to be released. Emotions 100% need to be released. That's why the world is listening. Technology has made this world smaller and more connected. People around the world can see every minute and every activity that happens in this country like never before. And one thing is particularly different now. Every business, it would seem, major company, seems to be clamoring for the um, to be on the good side of black America. Why is it that companies are posting or making public displays of support for black employees, black staff, and black society in general? The looting has been legendary, has been impactful, 
and the people who are affected by the looting, i.e. the money, the people that are running the businesses or financing the businesses or the insurance companies that now have to pay out hundreds of thousands of dollars in to ensure the damages and the goods that were lost, people are starting to listen because money is being affected. And the world is being is seeing everything that's happening. That's why people are listening now. That's why there's an uproar. That's why when you grab their attention with something like this, it is very, very important to know what to do next. That's the practicality I'm talking about. Again, we talked about when I first started, I talked about George Floyd. I talked about the trauma and I said, the emotions have to be let out. The emotions got the attention, the destruction, the looting, the protesting. Beautiful. Now we have to understand, now that we have their attention, now that we have the system is rattled. How do we take it apart? Well, that's where we get into understanding the difference between protesting or the difference between appeasing and appealing and having a seat at the table, being able to have a conversation. And I believe, and it is my opinion, that of the two ways one of which is not appropriate for this particular podcast, of the two ways to affect real change based on history, the stock market allows us to do that through financial strength and information. Now, what do you mean by that? The world has changed. The world has been changing since the 2000s even began. We are moving from the indust- we've moved from the industrial age to the information age. Protesting worked in the industrial age because that age was about willpower and persistence. But now in the information age, in the digital age, what's important is lobbying, social influence via, uh, via media, and information. Though In this age, those are the powerful tools. How do you get a handle of those tools? Lobbyists, people and companies and CEOs and entities, organizations, conglomerates pay millions of dollars to lobby laws and policies in their favor. And that's how they maintain strength. So they say to catch a wolf, you have to become a wolf. You can't catch a wolf as a sheep. So if the big money is lobbying policies in their favor, widening the uh, financial gap between classes and races, if the system is being funded to a degree that they have the strength and the lobbying strength to make sure that the police are always protected, no matter the crime, no matter the proof, because that's what it is. Regardless of if the police are caught, regardless of if anybody is caught taking away or inflicting pain on a particular people, as long as the police unions, as long as any unions have the financial backing to lobby policies in their favor, protesting will not get the job done.
Now, looting has gotten their attention. Protesting around the world from other countries has gotten attention. Now that we have the attention, as a 1997 Chris Tucker film is uh, titled Money Talks. And another film, Jerry Maguire says, show me the money. Now that you have the attention, you got to speak in a language that the people who make the policies, who can affect real societal change, that the language they understand is money. So how do, we, how do we get that? How do we show them the money? Well, this particular podcast talks about how we can navigate the stock market and become profitable. How do you create wealth through the stock market? And how do we now levy that wealth and lobby in favor of true societal change? Well, you do that by building a healthy portfolio, for one. A healthy portfolio can be whatever you decide a health portfolio is. It can be heavily div- heavy dividend. It can be heavy value. It could be heavy growth. But you want a nice and strong portfolio. And again, we are talking particularly about the stock market, but you do want many, many different types of income-producing assets in your portfolio. You want some real estate. You'll want to own some physical brick-and-mortar companies, some e-commerce. You want to own a lot of different things, but as it relates to the stock market, you want to have a nice, healthy portfolio. Now, why do we choose a stock market? Why am I leaning so heavily to the stock market? Well, for one, money is not tied to a physical location. Right? The money in the stock market is not tied to a physical location. What does that mean? You can build up and amass an amount of businesses or land or what have you, but those are much easier to target than is the stock market. Now, that's not to say someone's targeting you, but let's take a look at um, let's take a look at Marcus Garvey, right? One of our one of the great leaders of the black community. He got deported based on um, findings, right? Financial uh, some financial digging the FBI did on his assets, his physical assets. They took advantage of it. Look at Black Wall Street, bombed and raided. Right? And there are many, many more examples of locations that, yes, and assets that, yes, physical assets can help build wealth. Physical locations can help you feel grounded in your wealth. But the problem with that is when you are deciding to build something and lobby against other groups, physical assets do tend to be easier to sustain some threat from outside influence. Right, So that's why the stock market is a good way to create wealth in the mission of lobbying social influence and information. Now, the next thing is companies have a vested interest to have the conversation. If someone like Warren Buffett were to ever open his mouth about injustice, which you won't see because he's a money man, but if he were to open his mouth about injustice, 
companies have a vested interest in Warren Buffett because he owns so much in a way of assets and strength in the stock market. Now, you could own a lot of real estate properties and say something, but Walmart may not be affected by something you say. Take a look at uh, Elon Musk. If he tweets something in a particular direction, the stock market can react. There is a vested interest in the words that come out of his mouth, which is why um, the SEC has had a nice little chat with Elon several times over. Right, So there's a vested interest when you own equity, you own strength in the stock market. Now the last part, and most important part, when we're talking about the topic of the matter, right, black wealth in the stock market and realizing social change is passing on assets and knowledge. A knowledge of money in a society that is ruled by money, that's my opinion, but also if you follow the money trader, you'll see that I'm fairly correct. In a society that's ruled by money, having a knowledge of that money and how it moves, which, again, the stock market gives you a good idea, unlike any other asset, it gives you a good idea of how to watch the movement of money as it pertains to how things are working in the outside world. Having a knowledge of money and being able to pass it on to your children is invaluable. Being able to pass on assets right, that are easily liquid, right? It's very easy to turn assets and make them very liquid and withdraw your money. Passing on assets and knowledge to the next generation is how you build wealth. Now, it's important that I say both because there are a lot of people who get a lot of money and a lot of assets with no knowledge and blow it all. That's not how you continue wealth. And that's not how you realize societal change. You want to pass on the money. You want to pass on the physical assets and the influence, the power, the lobbying ability that you have with that fight, the information. You want to pass it down to a generation that continues a fight in a practical sense, speaking in a tongue that is understood by the people who have the power, right? Speaking in a financial, in a, in a money tongue. That's understood by the people who make the decisions. If we're being completely honest, right? The movies tell us the whole truth. Many, many, many politicians are repeatedly bought out to move against what the Constitution upholds. We are asking people to uphold a Constitution that they have a financial interest to go against. The only way we can pull them back over to the side of justice to make sure that things like police brutality and health care and job inequality, things like that can actually get fixed, is to speak their tongue and to bring them back to the side of justice. I feel for my brother who passed away. To this day, I can't watch the video. I feel for everybody who's passed away at the hands of police brutality and have had the videos circulate and has caused trauma across the black community, the young black community. I feel for all of them. So now is the time 
that we begin to use tools now that we have the attention of the world now is the time you begin to use the tools you have gain knowledge of the system and the systemic racism that exists make practical solutions and practical plans to begin to have a conversation with the people who have the money and the only way you speak to people who have money is to speak in their tongue develop generational wealth among your community and then people will listen that's it for this episode you've been listening to the market adventures podcast i'm your host alex cunningham and don't forget to subscribe on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts but most importantly share the show with family and friends you think need to hear this information the more we reach the more people we can free until next time happy trading